The New Orleans Saints just went from quickly having, well, too many quarterbacks to having not enough. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much to all you everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And if you want to keep the conversation going one-on-one with me, take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, inside access, early information, and much more, you can become a Locked on Saints insider by heading over to uh, joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints to join a community that I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola, on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credentialed member of the media. You can find me as a senior writer and reporter over at Saints News Network, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the New Orleans Saints every Tuesday on the Locked on NFL podcast and here with you every single Monday through Friday and then some on Locked on Saints. And on today's episode of Locked on Saints, this is our live show here, breaking down and bringing you all of the updates you need to know from New Orleans Saints practice. We're going to take a look at the injury updates and their impact, whether or not Kendra Miller is going to be available and what that means to the New Orleans Saints run game. But first off, the biggest story of the day now, Jake Hayner, the New Orleans Saints rookie quarterback suspended for the first six games of the season due to violation of the NFL's uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, PED policy, the uh, uh, performance enhancing drug policy. I could use some PEDs for my brain to work. Uh, but unfortunately, this is a big hit for the New Orleans Saints and a huge hit for Jake Hayner, who had a very successful offseason, very successful training camp, saw some success, but had a lot more downs than ups when it came to the preseason games and looked to be in line to be the New Orleans Saints' steady third quarterback on the roster, the emergency guy that they were going to turn around and turn to if they ever needed to. And now, all of a sudden, the New Orleans Saints go from having the three quarterbacks, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, and Jake Hayner, as well as, of course, Taysom Hill, who was going to play much more than just quarterback, to all of a sudden now not having an emergency third quarterback at all because Taysom Hill can't be that guy. He's not what the NFL will call a quote-unquote bona fide quarterback because he takes snaps at more than just quarterback and because there's never going to be a week to where Taysom Hill practices at quarterback for three straight weeks. And that is exactly what the NFL or a part of what NFL considers a bona fide quarterback. So that's not going to happen with Taysom. So that means that Derek Carr is your QB1, Jameis Winston's your QB2, and now the Saints are going to have to go out and sign somebody to be their emergency QB3. Also, something to keep in mind, the Saints were using Jake Hayner to run the scout team. The scout team is basically the team that lines up against the New Orleans Saints defense and plays and executes the way that they believe the Tennessee Titans play and execute based on film, what they think they're going to see, all of that. So that means that they now have to go and find another quarterback to come in and run that and basically be the Ryan Tannehill so that Jameis Winston can focus on getting his reps as the team's second quarterback. You don't want to have Jameis Winston as your second quarterback running the scout team. He's got to practice in case he has to come in for any reason whatsoever 
for you in your offense. So that's what he has to get focused on. So now the Saints are very likely going to have a brand new quarterback in the building as early as Thursday so that they have Thursday and Friday to practice with that quarterback before entering Sunday's game against the Tennessee Titans. It's not a huge hit. It's not one of those things that's going to derail the entire season or anything like that, but it certainly derails Jake Hayner's early progression as a young quarterback. It certainly derails the New Orleans Saints plan for what they had going into the season for their emergency quarterback situation and definitely derails a little bit or could potentially, let's just call it a speed bump, right? A bump in the road for their Tennessee Titans prep since Jake Hayner was effectively playing the role of Orion Tannehill in their scouting uh, for the scout team. So that's going to be the big thing that we're going to see the New Orleans Saints kind of have to adjust to. Now, the other thing that they're going to have to very likely adjust to is going to be the potential absence, which becomes more and more likely day after day, of rookie running back Kendra Miller. The New Orleans Saints do have Jamal Williams, who is going to be their lead back. Whether Alvin Kamara is in the game or not, you bring Jamal Williams in, not because you want him to be the change of pace guy, you want him to set the tone, set the pace, and then Alvin Kamara continues to be your change of pace guy. So no matter what, you know what Jamal Williams is here to do. Jamal Williams is here to tote that rock. Jamal Williams is here to be that running back. But now, without Kendra Miller, which is seeming more and more likely, we haven't seen him at practice over the course of the past couple of weeks. He was not there Monday. He did not participate in practice again here on Wednesday. At this point, you're hopeful that maybe he's there and limited on Thursday, there and limited on Friday. And even in that case, I would imagine that he would be listed as either doubtful or questionable in terms of his game designation. Now, we did see Kendra Miller make a quicker return to that Los Angeles Chargers game after being injured against the Kansas City Chiefs, a little bit quicker than we expected. So there's a chance here, but it seems more and more likely that he's not going to be available. So what does that mean for the New Orleans Saints? Well, you know that they're going to lean on Jamal Williams, but where else will they get their rushing production? Let's break that down as we continue on and wrap up this injury update emergency quick episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's is who I turn to when I don't want to be Harry anymore. Harry's razors are absolutely fantastic, super affordable, and the best shave you're going to get, especially at a price that you're going to love. And right now they have a $13 starter kit, which comes with their German engineered razors with the rubber ergonomic handhold. It's got a little travel case to make sure you don't lose it, which is something that I do pretty often. And then a small bottle of shaving cream for you to use as well. It's the perfect starter set. And then you can subscribe for refills as little as $2 a pop. It doesn't get any better than Harry's. And a lot of guys say, including myself, that the eighth shave is just as good as the first. So go and check them out today. Get that two, rather that $3 starter kit that would originally be $13 by heading over to harrys.com slash NFL. Get your best shave ever this summer with Harry's and all of their skincare products as well. Once again, that $13 starter set for $3 at harrys.com slash NFL. That's harrys.com slash NFL for the $3 starter kit. And also while you're at it, because I know you're getting ready for this game on Sunday. You ain't got your tickets yet? No worries, no sweat, don't even worry about it. You know the New Orleans Saints, the Superdome has been sold out since 2006, but not on game time. You can still get to the game with game time, and especially with the Saints set to take on the Tennessee Titans here on September 10th, you won't want to miss out. Flash deals, deals and sales that are up all the way to up to the game day, as well as the, the day of any events, concerts, 
theater, comedy, music, whatever it is that you're looking for, Game Time has you covered. We here at Locked On use them exclusively when it comes to our tickets and have even been able to grab some tickets when everything else is sold out. So go and check them out today. Snag your tickets without the stress by going to Game Time. Just download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem promo code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, family, we're wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints. And here's how we're going to continue to do these practice update games. This is our practice update shows. This is really going to be kind of like a quick show to just kind of get you the updates. Always a second show of the day. Two a days will continue to roll along. So these will usually be somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes each day. And then when we get to our uh, short form stuff, those are going to be about five minutes per day. But I'm going to try not to overload you too much with too much stuff. So those will probably be on days, the short form stuff on days that the Saints don't practice, the live shows on on days that the Saints do. If y'all like it that way, we'll keep it that way. If you want more, I'm always happy to do more. Just let me know what it is that you're looking for. All right. So today, as we wrap up, we want to take a look at the injury list for the New Orleans Saints. Not a lot of big, you know, um, uh, 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 surprises when it comes to this injury list. Um, not really anybody that makes you kind of go, oh, okay, well, I expected to see that player back at practice or anything like that. And so I think that the thing that I would highlight here when we're paying attention to who and what, uh, you know, wasn't present for the New Orleans Saints is really the impact, not just the players themselves, but the players that were not present, uh, during today's practice were of course, wide receiver, Traquan Smith. We kind of knew that he wasn't going to be very likely, let's say he was very unlikely to be a part of the week one game as a whole. He had the uh, the groin injury at the same time as Rashid Shahid. We saw Rashid Shahid around, never really saw Traquan Smith around, found out why it was a surgery. So it's unlikely he was going to be available for week one. So it's not really that surprising. The other one that we were kind of closely watching was Kendra Miller. Now I mentioned a second ago, Kendra Miller, not at today's practice. He did not participate I guess there's a chance we could see him Thursday, Friday, and then be ready for the game come Saturday. But I think what the Saints are going to be looking for, for the most part, is who do they turn to in addition to Jamal Williams to get some of that rushing production with the expectation that Kendra Miller is not going to be available. So the first player that comes to mind is, of course, Kirk Merritt, right? Aside from Jamal Williams, Kirk Merritt is the only other active 53-man roster running back, running back, not fullback, but running back on the roster. And so I think if you're looking for somebody that's going to be able to go out there and be a little bit of a change of pace guy, how about the former wide receiver that's converted to being a running back? So you get that wide receiver or that that improved running back uh, sort of uh, comfort that we've seen from Kirk Merritt over the course of the offseason. But you also get bona fide wide receiver talent, a guy that can be a good route runner, a guy that can route run routes out of the backfield with a little bit of nuance, a guy that's got solid hands, reliable hands, all that. He also gives you some special teams acumen as well. So clearly Kirk Merritt, I think is the next guy that steps up, but I would not be surprised to see the Saints elevate one of their two running backs from the practice squad, Tony Jones Jr., who the Saints have a long-standing history with, and somebody that the Saints really liked over on the special team side, even though he never really got rolling in the regular season as a running back. And then the other player is Jordan Mims. Now Jordan Mims is a bit of a smaller running back, not small, but smaller than Tony Jones Jr., but another change of pace guy. Over a thousand or over thirteen hundred rushing yards at Fresno State. I believe it was eighteen rushing touchdowns, seventeen rushing touchdowns during his time there as well. 
remarkably talented player who can also catch out of the backfield. So you get a little bit of that from all three of these guys. So I would imagine that the Saints are going to go in with their run game pioneered by Jamal Williams, assisted by uh, uh, Kirk Merritt. And then you have that other third running back that maybe you get involved every now and then that contributes on special teams too. And then, you know, somebody that's there in case of injury or whatever. Uh, The other thing that you're going to see a lot of, I think, in this game is going to be Taysom Hill as a runner, whether that's out of the backfield or whether that's, you know, out of the the quarterback spot, right? Him at QB power, all that other stuff. So the Saints are still going to want to run the ball with Taysom Hill. And I think you're going to see them want to run the ball with Adam Prentice, the fullback as well. I mean, look, Adam Prentice got a lot of attention over the course of training camp and preseason. I don't think that's all of a sudden going to go away. So Saints will have many different ways to contribute to their run game, but expect them to really lean on their passing game as well. They trust this passing game. They trust the addition of Derek Carr. We'll see how successful it is against a very, very good Tennessee Titans defense, a defense that should be one of the best defenses in the NFL, if not the best defense in the NFL, outside of, of course, the one here in the Big Easy. Uh, It's not going to be easy for them at all. And so we'll see exactly how it is uh, that they do, uh, that they go through. So the next uh, player that wasn't available was safety JT Gray. JT Gray has been out since the, I think it was the Chargers game, if I recall correctly, it might've been the Texans game uh, with a shoulder injury. And since then hasn't been around at practice uh, really at all. And that would be a big loss for the New Orleans Saints. He's their top gunner over on the special team side and field position, as you're going to hear Tyler Rowland of Locked on Titans and I talk about a bunch tomorrow uh, in our crossover Thursday episode. Field position is going to be really important because these are two very good defenses, right? The Tennessee Titans and the New Orleans Saints. And so whichever one of these offenses gets the best field position and gets the difference of 30 yards to be in field goal range, i.e. instead of starting at the 25 and having to drive, you know, 50, 60 yards to get into field goal range, if you're starting on the 50 and only got to go 20 yards, you're in a better situation. If you're starting at the 40 and only got to go 30 yards, you're in a better situation. And so field position is going to be really, really important. For the New Orleans Saints, you have a combination now of a rookie punter in the NFL and Lou Headley, and now you'll be without potentially your top gunner. So now you're going to be looking at guys like Isaac Yadam, um, uh, A.T. Perry, potentially Jordan Howden, potentially contributing as gunners, and they're going to need big performances from those guys to be able to keep the Tennessee Titans starting with a long field ahead of them, as opposed to with the short fields that could potentially come with a bad operation with the punt game. We saw the Saints fall victim to that a little bit too much last year. Definitely want to see them go the other direction this year. Uh, Finally, the other two players that were not present at today's practice, uh, or at least were limited at today's practice that I wouldn't be worried about are, of course, um, uh, Jimmy Graham, the New Orleans State's tight end, as well as offensive tackle, right tackle, Ryan Ramchek. This is matching up to what the Saints did with Ryan Ramchek all last year to where on Wednesday, he was always limited. We didn't see him during the open uh, media viewing portion, but he still worked with the team, did some mental reps probably off to the side, things like that. It looks like they're going to do the same thing with Jimmy Graham as well, kind of rest him on Wednesdays. Then they get back into practice Thursday and Friday, and then boom, they're ready for the game. Those are guys that you don't need to practice as much, right? You can give them that day off and they're going to be just fine going into the game. The last player that I'll mention was Marshawn Lattimore. He was at practice again, still limited, but I won't be surprised to see him limited today, tomorrow, and then maybe to full on Friday. I also wouldn't be surprised, honestly, to see him limited all three days and then questionable going into the game. No need to overwork it. No need to put him in a situation where he might potentially re-injure that knee before you get to this Sunday's game. 
wrap him in bubble wrap, let him do his individuals, let him chill out for a little bit. He's all good. You know, Marshall Lattimore ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. You got a big old matchup coming up this weekend against DeAndre Hopkins, Shalen Burks, and these other uh, pass catchers in Tennessee. Save all that. All that. Ain't no need to risk all that every single day. So there's, there, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I, I genuinely would not be surprised to see Marshall Lattimore limited at least Thursday, maybe also Friday. Not too big of a deal. All right, y'all. I appreciate you very, very much for coming through for a quick live episode. We're going to do these every day that the Saints practice, get you caught up on the biggest story of the day, as well as the injury updates, practice updates, all that. So yes, that means we'll be back at this tomorrow evening as well. Uh, Tomorrow morning, though, the episode crossover Thursday is back here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Tyler Rowland and I break it down big time, everything from the biggest stories to the schematics, getting down to the X's and O's, the nitty gritty, and the keys to victory, as well as our predictions for this Sunday's game. So please, please, please feel free to come through for all that and let me know if there's anything else you want to see in the meanwhile. I appreciate you as always for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. And I appreciate you very much for making us a part of your day, a part of your routine. Uh, if and for always saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, please say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're moming them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.